You are welcome to a great moment in destiny. God is about to speak directly to you. And the message coming right up is crafted by heaven, not just to challenge you, but to align your destiny. As you embrace divine instruction, expect that God's word is bringing about revival, healing, restoration, and transformation to your entire life. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me and receive God's word through his choice vessel, Pastor Goodheart Obi Ekweme. If you have your Bible, very quickly turn to Colossians, Colossians chapter number one. Colossians chapter number one. Hallelujah. Except you are incapacitated by any physical means, you may be seated otherwise, please rise up on your feet as we honor the second person of the Godhead, the Word of God. As we read together the Word of Life, Colossians 1, 25 to 29. Shall we read together? One, two, three, go. Whereof... I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God even the mystery which had been hid from the ages and from generations but now is made manifest to his saints to whom God will make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory, whom we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus, whereof I also labor, striving according to his working, which worketh in me mightily. Verse 27 says, to whom God will make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles or the heathen or the unsaved or the unbelievers, which is Christ in you, not outside you, not around you, but in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. The NIV version renders that verse thus. To them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery. Which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. And the Amplified Version renders it thus God, in his eternal plan, chose to make known to them how great for the Gentiles are the riches. Of the glory of this mystery. Which is what? Christ in and among you. The hope and guarantee. Hey. 
of realizing the glory. What is it? Christ in you, the hope and the guarantee of realizing the glory. Again, the Message Bible says thus. The mystery in a nutshell is just this. Christ is in you. So therefore, you can look forward hey, to sharing in God's glory. We can go home now. Wow, just reading the Bible. The mystery in a nutshell is just this. Christ is in you. So therefore, you can look forward to sharing in God's glory. It's that simple. That is the substance of our message. We preach Christ warning people not to add to the message. For the Simon this morning, beyond the veil, it's all about Jesus. Beyond the veil, it's all about Jesus. Our Father and our God, we bow our hearts, bend our knees and lift our hands as our sign of complete surrender today, beseeching you again to take a coal of fire from the altar of heaven, anoint the lips and the tongues of clay of this seven son of yours that today I will do no injustice to your word, but will come to your people with a thus saith the Lord. Help me to go beyond my thoughts, preparation, study, and memory. Cause my mind to be nimble, my tongue to be as a pen of a red writer. With these tongues, feed the sheep and those who are cross nations who are part of this service. As always, we vow to give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus' victorious name, we have prayed. Somebody shout a big amen. amen. You may please be seated comfortably in God's wonderful presence. Beyond the veil, it's all about Jesus. I'm not sure that we plan to recover from the avalanche of glory that was released over this house corporately but over our lives as individuals from Sunday morning to Wednesday night of just the past week. Many things were said, but beyond many things that were said, many things were imprinted in our hearts. Many codes were ensigned in our hearts. The Apostle Paul spoke to a particular church. He raised or he, he, he pined and said, you are our epistles read and known by all men. So do we begin to write letters of commendation or do we begin to ask for your commendation that you are our epistles written in hearts not in slates, but in hearts, by the Spirit of God. There were things that have been written in your heart that were encoded. It's my persuasion and confidence that that which the Lord has done, it abides forever. I, I thought I hear a big amen. In other words, 
you're not just going to have risen in those four days of encounter beyond the veil, then the next one week, two weeks, you drop low. No, sir. It shall be for you forward ever, backward never, up whatever, downward never, for the path of a just man shines brighter and brighter even to the day of perfection. Somebody shout, it's getting better with Jesus. I didn't hear you. It's getting better with Jesus. It's getting sweeter with Jesus. Praise God. One of the things we saw in the course of the many teachings was this, that God actually is the person behind the veil. You remember that? Behind the veil is who? God. Who is the I am? Praise God. I am what I am. I am what I am can be whatever you want it to be. If you're laboring under any kind of disease and infirmity, he's I am by his stripes you were healed. If you're hungry looking for food, he's I am the bread of life. If you're lost, you can't find your way, he's I am the great shepherd. Whatever you're going through, he's I am. He's the husband to the widow, the father to the fatherless. He's a comfort to the one who is in prison. He's I am that you want him to be. So this morning, I want you to enlarge your expectation to believe that just about anything and everything can happen under this open heavens. Somebody shout a big amen. So God, the I am, is behind the veil. Not just is God behind the veil, but the glory of God is behind the veil. Beyond the veil is glory. But in my mind, I want to zero in on the person of Christ. Because really, Christ is the one beyond the veil. Cannot go there, grand. Because you know, Jesus Christ, as a matter of fact, is the high priest of the new covenant. And the high priest within the old covenant, the law, had the privilege and the right once a year only to undergo certain rituals of consecration, sanctification, devotion, dedication, in order to be readied to go beyond the veil. He did that once every year for himself, but also for the entirety of the nation of Israel. Now we see that the Old Testament really is a shadow of the new. Praise God somebody. We see under the new covenant that Jesus Christ is the high priest. And his priesthood is not after the order of Aaron. It is after the order of Melchizedek. We saw that he the Bible says, I will read very soon Hebrews 9, he entered beyond the veil once and for all as that high priest. Hebrews 9 verse 11 says, but Christ being come and high priest of good things to come by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this building, Neither by the blood of goats and cows, wow, but by his own blood, he entered, not he will enter, he entered, he wouldn't enter once a year, he entered how? He entered in, once, into the holy place, having obtained 
eternal redemption. For who? For who? He had no need to go in there for himself as the high priest under the old covenant did. No. He went in there for us. Once and for all. For if the blood of bulls and of goats and the ashes of an heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctified to the purifying of the flesh. There is life beyond the veil. Christ is beyond the veil. Such life that is kept for the saint beyond the veil cannot be understood or cannot be walked in. You can't, in, in practical terms, walk into it. Legally, it's been credited into your account. Ephesians 1.3 You've been blessed. Not will be blessed. You're already blessed as a child of God. You're blessed with every spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So there are spiritual deposits in your heavenly account. But because you're both spiritual and physical, you need to position yourself to download what God has already made available, affordable for you and to you to become concrete within time. Praise God. So he entered in once and for all for the saints, for the believer. And I'm saying that no one can truthfully know or have a deeper understanding of God without striving to know Christ. Don't miss this point, please, I beg of you. Very deliberate. Nobody can truthfully know God. Okay, let me ask you. When last did you see God? What was he wearing? What do you look like? What did he say to you? When you saw him? If you saw him? I haven't seen him in one dimension. Because he is spirit. John 4, 24, 23, 24. God is a spirit. And they that must worship God must worship him in the spirit and in truth. He's spirit. So I haven't seen God. But you see, I have seen God, but I haven't seen God. What do I mean? Beholding Jesus. Reading of Jesus is reading of God. It was a young lad. The story was told about a young lad who the father gave him a jigsaw puzzle. And the jigsaw puzzle had the picture of the globe, the world map. And it was all scattered and strewn every, everywhere possible. And the dad gave him this box of, of PCC. I said, sonny boy, fix this world. And the dad went away. Within a few hours, he came back to the amazement of the father. The boy had put together a picture of the world. And the dad said, sonny boy, how were you able to have put this puzzle together in such a record time? The child flipped the picture of the world to the other side and it was a picture of the man called Jesus Christ. Talk with me. And he said to the dad, Daddy, I did not concern myself with the world. 
I don't bother about the complexity of trying to fix the world. All I focused on was to fix, quote unquote, the picture of Jesus. The moment I was able to fix the picture of Jesus, which was easier, I flipped to the other side. I realized that Jesus had fixed the world. What am I saying? You haven't seen God, but you have seen Jesus. Hebrews 1.3 Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person. Talking about Jesus. Talking about Christ. Our focus this morning is on Christ. And upholding all things by the word of his power when he had by himself purged our sins sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. So Jesus is a replica picture, quote unquote, of the Father. He is the brightness of his glory. Wow. He is the express image. I mean, beyond rank Xerox. Express image of his person. <laughs> A certain point in time, one of the disciples, Philip, in John 14, asked Jesus, Master, show us the Father. We want to see and know the Father. John 14, verse 8. He said to them, Philip, have I been with you so long and you still ask me to show you the Father? He who has seen me has what? Seen the Father. So he was saying, if ever you were looking for the Father God, he's here. He's here right now. He's here in my person. He's here in my walk. He's here in my compassion for mankind. He's here in my mercy shown to humanity. He's here in my humility. He's here in my servitude. He's here in my consciousness that time is temporal and there is eternity to live for. He's here in me. He who has seen me has seen the Father. Jesus, please track with me, came to the world to do many things. But two primary things, not only, just for the purpose of our teaching this morning, two primary things he came to do is number one, Jesus came to show us what the Father looked like. Praise God. Praise God. He came to reveal, to unveil the Father. So without his manifestation, his unveiling, his revealing, the Father, in my mind, is still shrouded. Whilst you may understand that quite well, hopefully, the other part or the other major reason why he came wasn't just to show us the Father, that's one side of the coin. He came on the flip side to reveal the Son. He came to show us how 
as a son of God, you can, you should live victoriously. Hello, somebody. Remember in the words of the master, he said, as the father has sent me, what? So send I you. Ha! That's serious. The father sent me without any opportunity for me to fail. I was like a guided heat missile to my purpose and to my destiny. Yes, I may hit a few bumps, a few twists, a few curves, a few obstacles, but he said, I am like a heat searching guided missile to my destination. That means as the father sent Jesus, he couldn't fail. Do you hear me? In a like manner, if Jesus is saying he's sending me, as the father sent me or sent him, don't you realize that there is a failure proof anointing around you? That anointing is called a touch not seal of God. The Bible declares in Psalm 105 verse 15. Touch not the Lord's anointed and do his servants no harm. As the Father sent Jesus with victory in mind, with joy in mind, with peace in mind, with lifting in mind, with promotion in mind, with breakthrough in mind, in a like manner. Jesus has sent you as a body of believers and you are fail proof. Hello somebody. So you may trip here and trip there. That's not the picture maybe. It's not. The Bible speaks about the man who falls seven times and what? Can somebody say I have been sent I've been commissioned. It's too late to fail. Or say like you believe it. It's too late to fail. It's too late to be defeated. You may have come to this arena, bowed down, cowered down with fear, anxiety, trepidation, worry, trying to mess up your life. But I tell you something. The Bible declares in his presence there is fullness of joy. At his right hand there are pleasures forevermore. I decree and declare every sorrow hanging around you is busted. Every tear, every anxiety, every cause for worry is busted in the name of Jesus Christ. Tears can't stand his presence. Fear can't stand his presence. Sorrow can't stand his presence. Anxiety, worry can't stand his presence. As you sent me, so have I sent you. So Jesus came to show us what the pattern son looks like. <laughs> Ooh, I hope you're still here. It's getting deeper. It's getting deeper. What a pattern son looks like. Pattern son means how other sons of glory are to live. Gadugele gadi bragada. As you saw him walking on water, he's a pattern son. 
He will take five loaves, two fish, and bless God. Give thanks, break, give, multiply, pattern song. You see him at the hinder part of the boat, in the middle of a storm, recession, suppression, depression, sleeping, pattern song. You see him walk through men. And he walked through the crowd. Obviously, they didn't see him. A pattern song. He is the pattern song. He is the one where to imitate. No pastor. No pope. No bishop. No deacon. Is worthy to be a pattern son. Apostle Paul said, you follow me as I follow Christ. You be my imitator only as I imitate Christ. What he was saying is this, by you imitating me that you see, do so as long as you know I am imitating Christ. That means the moment any leader, irrespective of office titles, the beer, shift from imitating the true Jesus of the Bible, no matter what names they bear, you have the right by God not to follow them. Because only Jesus is qualified to be the exact replica of God. He's the express image. Mother ranks the rocks. Mother photocopy. Light, light, same, same. You can't tell the difference between the Father and the Son. He who has seen me has seen him. See me, see, wow. Hallelujah. Getting deeper. Whether we believe it or not to be true, as Christians, God has called us to live and to walk as Christ did when he was upon the face of the earth. The Bible declares in 1 John 2 verse 5, listen carefully. We missed this scripture, but just listen carefully. 1 John 2 5. But whoso keepeth his word... Are you there? All right. Whoso keepeth his word, in him verily, wow, is the love of God perfected. Hereby know we that we are where? Come on, church. Where who? We are in him. Bagando grossa. He that saith he abided in him, that means you're claiming to be born again. Pastor, I'm born again. Pastor, I'm born again. Heaven born. I'm born again. Listen. Go beyond the claim. I want to see it. He that saith, I'm born again, uh, ought himself also so to walk, even as he walked. Did you get that? That means go beyond claiming. Live it. Let your walk come in sync, in symphony, in harmony with your talk. We have many talking, talking, 
talking born again quote unquote Christians. You've seen them? All kinds of stickers. They see never run dry. He goes on the mountain part two. Remember, it's coming again. Jesus never comes twice again. You know, all kinds of stickers. But I wonder, with that kind of sticker, you break street lights naturally? You're tyrannical. You eat your banana, and the thing that comes to your mind that just sounds sane and normal, bah! It just, it just it seems pleasing to you. As a kingdom guy, orange peel. I don't know. It, it, I cringe. I say, ah, ah, this sticker doesn't befit your, your attitude. So, as believers, we must go beyond the talk. Let's add the walk to our talk. Otherwise, the world will mock our talk. So, it says here, he that saith he abided in him, ought himself also to walk as he walked. Colossians 2 verse 6. As you have therefore received Christ, Jesus, the Lord, so walk ye in him. Listen carefully. There is a receiving, right? But there is also a walking. We'll see that shortly. So receiving is how you access the kingdom. You become born again by receiving Christ into your heart. But in addition... To receive in Christ, there must be a walk with and in Christ. Somebody said a big amen. amen. Stay with me, stay with me. Now, the thing about Christ is this. Colossians 2.9, let's read that. Colossians 2.9. Colossians 2.9. For in him dwelleth all what? The fullness, wow, wow, of the Godhead. Who is the Godhead? The Father, the Word of the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Now we read here that in one person on the earth, Kedogolanda, for in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And, hey, you are complete in him which is the head of all principality and power. So we can say, rightly so, without breaking scripture, that you are incomplete outside of him. Hello, somebody. So it's not your dress that completes you, not your car that completes you, not the fragrance that completes you, not money, not wife, not children. Whoa, 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 whoa. What completes you is you being in Christ. Fullness. Fullness. All right. So, practical or better still, our Christianity is to be demonstrable or practical. That is the challenge we have today in the body of Christ. Many people are gathering everywhere, thousands every month in different places, conferences everywhere, but how is it that we're so many, but yet our impact, our salt and light, seems not quite as, as it should be. It may seem that we may have the numbers, but maybe we should, we should teach for the saints to move from talk 
to walk practical Christianity. What does that mean? To walk like Christ. When we talk about walking like Christ, stay with me, stay with me, very intentional this morning. It's the first thing that comes to our mind when we speak about, oh, man of God, you have to walk the walk. You have to walk the walk. Now, if I asked you what you thought about Christ walking the walk, I'm sure at least 70% minimum, being, mo being modest, are thinking Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Blind Bartimaeus, 10 lepers got clean, widow had a own child, name it all. So you're seeing all those miracles, how he fed multiples, da -da 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 -da. that that's true. Because even the Lord said, Thou shall do greater works. Works. Alright? W-O-R-K is work. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. Whilst that is true about what it means to walk, walk like Christ, it is partially complete. Or better still, it's incomplete. What do I mean? It goes beyond the works, the works, the miracles, the signs, the wonders. There is also the walk. Walk. W-A-L-K. The works lastly addresses externalities. But the walk goes beyond the externalities to the internal being. Whilst we'll emphasize the works, God is saying, don't emphasize my works to the detriment of my walk. Mm. Oh boy. Because if you do that, your gifts, your skill can take you to where your lack of walk, your lack of character can sustain you. You didn't get that. So I'll try harder. Gifted people are people who do things very readily, quite easily, quite easily. They sing fantastic, they preach wonderful. They're designers, they're artists, they're drivers. You know, they, they, they do what they do quite well. But you see, there must be the need to develop character. Because character is not readily perceived, but character is a sustainer of gifts. The Bible says that your gift will make room for you. But people are trying to make room for their gift. If you're a man of character and you're walking with God, it's only a matter of time that what you got will show. Under this ministry, there are people who have served as senior pastors, what you may call a general overseer, a lead pastor. 
But by the dealings of God in their hearts, in this moment of time, no matter how long it is, they are sitting in church. They are no title, no fame, men of God. Many sit in awkward places in church. And a friend of theirs may come to church and see them not being active in terms of preaching and leading. Not being visible. And their friend can mock them and say, look at you. Oh, what happened to you? But they fail to understand that God has got them in a season to develop their character. Because there's coming another release of grace and power. But except there is pile, Gondogo, the foundation is rock solid. If that kind of anointing and grace, Abba Father has in store for them, hits them prematurely, they will lose it. What am I saying? We must develop character that will sustain us in the day of lifting. Are you still here? Please don't lose your focus. There's work, W-O-R-K, and there's what? Walk. Praise God. So, to imitate Christ is twofold. Imitate him based on his works, yes. Miracles, signs, wonders. But in addition, God is saying, I want you to be my follower, my imitator in the area of walk. Hallelujah, somebody. Somebody still here this morning? Praise God. So the work and the walk go together. Let me say it again. I'm saying the same thing in many ways. There's a way to teach, by the way. It is the strength, wow, Bokalende, and the quality of the inner life that determines the sustainability of the outer life. Please write it down. It is the strength and the quality of the inner life that determines the sustainability of the outer life. Psalm 11 verse 3. If the foundations be destroyed, by the way, foundations, plurality. If the foundations be destroyed, what shall the righteous do? God is more interested in the root than he is in the fruit or the shoot. Because if he sees you to get the root right, the fruit will be right. But it's possible for you to mimic the right fruit with the wrong foundation. He spoke to the fig tree. The author beautiful at a particular time said he caused the fig tree. The fig tree was mimicking what it shouldn't be. So the point is this. Let your focus in pursuing Christ, listen, please don't miss it, become much more in walking as he walked than just working his many works. If you get the walk right, the works will follow you. Can I give you a Bible? I give you a Bible. Psalm 103. I think around verse 7, 8, thereabout. Says the Lord said, He showed his acts to the children of Israel, but his ways he made known to Moses. 
Are you there? Hello, 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 hello. Let's track. God revealed his acts. A-C-T-S. Okay, miracles, signs, wonders. I mean, you want the acts, right? Yeah, show me, God. Show me. Show me your glory. Show me signs. Show me. People want the act. But listen, says, but he revealed his ways to Moses. Now, the, the ways don't seem as interesting as the act. But the point is this. Anybody who understands the ways of God can work the workings of God. Oh, boy. Oh boy. Some people receive miracles. They don't know how or what. Some people were involved in the development of a miracle. So they know the process. So tomorrow they face a similar challenge. They can again rework it. So Moses was shown God's ways, or in our teaching, God's walk, the inner life. But the children of Israel only knew his acts. Or his works. The greater one is not the one who has shown the works or the acts. The one who knows the ways. Wow. Have I, is somebody still here? Praise God. This ought to make you change your priority. Your priority will shift from, I want to be visible. I want to carry my phone. I want to preach. I want to teach. It will shift to, wait a minute, I need to develop my character. For the day of show is coming. I don't know whether it's one month, one year, seven years. I don't know how long to be for some 21 years. I don't know. But I'm pulling back from all these activities. Like Mary, I'm sitting down at the feet of Jesus. What am I doing? I'm tanking up because the day of show is coming. And if you're not developed in the dark room of life, when show time comes, you face disgrace and shame. Are you still here? These are teachings that will raise giants. When our priorities become right, we're saying, like Paul, I want to know you. I want to know you. Thank God for miracles. Thank God that the blind saw, the deaf heard, the lame walked, but I want to know you. Wow. So you see also in the Bible, there are gifts of the Spirit. Wow. And there are fruits of the Spirit. The fruits you find in Galatians 5, the gifts you find in 1 Corinthians 12. The gifts and the fruits. The gifts speak of the work, W-O-R-K. Remember, we're talking about Christ-likeness, right? And... The what the, the, the fruit speaks of the walk, W-A-L-K, character. Stay with me. What does it mean when we say it's all about Jesus? It's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. The entire Bible is about God. But a closer look at the Bible is about Christ. More specifically. The promised and the prophesied seed of Abraham or the promised seed of Adam was really Christ. Genesis 3.15 And I will put enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed and her seed. 
It will bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Who's that seed? Christ. When God spoke to Abraham, Genesis 12, that he'll make him a blessing, that those who bless him shall be blessed, those who curse him shall be cursed. And he said to him, that in thee, or by thee, or by a seed from thee, shall all nations be blessed. Wow. All the families of the earth. Genesis 12, 2 to 3. Take, take note. Genesis 12, 2 to 3. Galatians 3, 13 says, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Brethren, I speak after the manner of men, though it be but a man's covenant, yet if it be confirmed, no man disannuleth or addeth thereto. Now, to Abraham and his seed. Who's that seed? It's Jesus Christ, not you. You are that seed secondarily. That seed is Christ, my brother. To Abraham and his seed, not even Isaac. No, it's Christ. Now, to Abraham and his seed, not seeds, seeds, where the promises made, he saith not unto seeds as of many, but as of one, and to thy seed, which is what? Christ. So there's been a seed from Genesis making its way. To revelation that seed is Christ you hear the word history it speaks of his story who is he Jesus everybody in the world understand BC before Christ they just know that date they know AD that means Christ is a reference point of time he stepped out of eternity Moment into time, he changed time. AD, BC, all about Christ. The Old Testament was a shadow of him. You can find a shadow of Christ in literally every chapter of the Bible. You can find Christ there. In similitudes and shadows and typology. You can find him. What was a shadow in the Old Covenant became uh, revealed and manifested in the New Covenant. Under the old covenant, we are slaves and servants. Under the new, we are sons and adopted children. We are called by God to be judged heads. I close with these thoughts in mind. Very important. Very important. There are stages of Christ's development. This is not taught as often I think as it should be taught. But I want to teach it. There is the entry point into Christ. What is that? When you receive Christ. I'll give you Bible. The Bible says in Colossians 2.6 As you have therefore received Christ. Are there any born again believers here? Wave your right hand like a wiper. If you're unsure, don't wave your hand. Praise God. All right. So for you and for me, by the grace of God, who have received Christ, says we are to walk in him. But many have only 
received and stopped at the point of reception. It's one thing to receive a gift. Another thing to go home and unfold the gift and find out all of the blessings of the benefits of this iPad. What can it do? What, it cannot, what can it not do? I've had this for a number of years, I think. And to be honest, I just use it for what I want to use it for. So the many things on this iPad I haven't fully explored just yet because in my mind, I don't really need them. But I received a gift. We've all received the gift of Christ. And it's the degree to which we are hungry to know more of him that we search. Paul said, one thing have I desired. No, no that's King David, Psalm 27 verse 4. That will I seek after. But Paul said, one thing I do, I forget that which lies behind and I press forward towards the mark of the prize of, 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 of the high color of God in Christ Jesus. So Paul was saying, one thing I do, I want more of him. So this Sunday morning, hopefully before this service is over, something on your inside will say, I want more of Christos. Christ is not the surname of Jesus. Christ simply means the anointed and the anointing. Kadogala. The anointed and the anointing. The more you open your heart to Christ, the more anointed you become. Because Christ is a carrier of the anointing. Oh, yeah, Lord God. So we receive him. Number two, track with me. There is a learning process. We learn Christ. Ephesians 4.20. Wow, help me, Lord. Two minutes, I must be done. Ephesians 4.20 says, But you have not so learned Christ. If so be that you have heard him and have been taught by him, woo, as the truth is in Jesus. So there is a receiving of Christ, but there is a learning or a schooling in Christ. Wow. Praise God. So we learn the world of Christ, the mannerisms, the talk, the attitude, the character. As you, as you journey from here, the entry point, you're moving in. Bible declares, 2 Corinthians 3, 17, the Lord is that spirit. Verse 18, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Verse 18, whilst we with open face, beholding as in a mirror, as in a glass, the glory of God, we are being changed. That word is metamorphosis. Same word we use as a, a, a lava pupa being transformed to become a butterfly. In a like manner also as we, oh, by the help of the gaka, by the help of the word, by the spirit, as you behold the glory of the Lord as in a mirror, by the help of the spirit of God, as I looked, as I gazed, as I looked, as I gazed, something happens within me. I am learning Christ. Not just learning Christ, I am being changed. Potoka. It's not just me talking Christ, but I'm about to begin to walk Christ. That means it will come to a point where somebody will really slap you on the left cheek and somehow, somehow, the love of God will rise on your inside and you want, you turn the other cheek. You don't do it by power and by bragging. It's by learning Christ. Learning Christ. You learn him by the word and by prayer. Candos Kratakasa. People are bragging about house and cars and shoes. We ought to brag about knowing Christ. To what degree do you know 
your master. Then you can brag. So, third thing I close with, so you receive Christ, you learn Christ, woo! You become mature. All the Bible uses the word perfect, but not really perfect as if you don't fall anymore. No, perfect means mature. When the Bible says, perfect heart, a mature heart, Colossians 1.28, and we'll stop there. Wow. Colossians 1.28, whom we preach, warning every man, teaching every man, in all wisdom, that we may present every man perfect in Christ. Perfect in Christ. We're to present every man mature in Christ. Companion text, Ephesians 4.13. Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. This is our goal. This is our goal, Lord. Fullness of Christ. That we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro, carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slate of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. From receiving to learning. To learning to maturity. Perfection. By your heads and your hearts. Go to God for one minute. Lord, I ask for grace to not only enter the kingdom, but to graduate and grow in the kingdom. Heads bowed, eyes closed. There are some people under the sound of my voice who are yet to receive Christ, yet to enter the kingdom. Oh, I say humorously, I'll be true. If you miss heaven, you would miss hell. This morning, you say, Pastor, I want to get it right. As long as the image of Christ is fixed on that puzzle, everything else in your world will be fixed. Don't bother about the money, the wife, the children. Let Christ fix you and everything will fall in place. You say, Pastor, pray with me wherever you are. Just your right hand wherever you are. Pray with me. Pray with me. Or you're set to rededicate your life. Say, Lord, I want you to take over. I'm tired of being tired. Tired of having measure. Just raise your hand wherever you are. Don't be shy. Don't be ashamed. Jesus said, if you're ashamed of me before men, I will be ashamed of you before God, my Father, and my holy, his holy angels. I see a hand up there. Will you stand for Jesus very quickly? Stand with a card in your hand and let's pray. You know, the Holy Ghost is spreading. You stand, 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 stand. Stand with your right hand on your chest and let's pray. Let's pray, let's pray, let's pray. Wherever you are, people are standing, let's pray. Let's pray together, church. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I come to you just as I am. On bended knees, with hands and hearts raised to you. Forgive me all my sins. I decree and declare that Jesus Christ is both my Lord and my Savior. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, thank you for life. We ask for grace to move every one of us from the point of just receiving you to the point of learning your ways. Learning both your acts and your ways. And hopefully, Lord, in our lifetime, growing up to Christ-like maturity. We'll give you the praise for it. Change our taste buds 
from the earthly to the heavenly, from the counter to the spiritual, from the natural to the supernatural. Change our taste buds, oh God, as a family. Appetite for the word, appetite for prayer, appetite for study, appetite for fellowship. So it is, Lord, we receive in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You have just experienced the preaching and teaching ministry of Pastor Goodhart Obi Ekweme, lead pastor of Revival House of Glory International Church, Rajik, and the apostolic leader of the Horn of Revival Ministry, HORM, a global outreach ministry mandated to carry the torch of revival across cities and nations. If you would like to ask a question, share your prayer request or testimony, or get more messages or books from Pastor Goodhart, please call or text 0805-223-4444 or email info at rogic.org. That's info at rhogic.org. Also, download the Horn of Revival Ministry app on Google Play or Apple Store to connect with a variety of free quality resources including Rogic Radio and our refreshing daily devotions to take you higher in life. And for real-time ministry, you can follow Pastor Goodhart on Twitter and Instagram. The handle is at Pastor Goodhart. Keep hearing the Word of God. It will produce intimacy with His Spirit for uncommon encounters on the earth. Sunday and midweek service day. There are days many people traditionally get up in their best outfits and gather together to scratch a religious itch. But not anymore. At Revival House of Glory International Church, Rogic, Sunday and Wednesday are not just church because God is very deliberate about his agenda in this age and church as usual will not cut it in the times we're in. Revival House of Glory International Church, Rogic, is an apostolic gathering of God's people experiencing old-time revival for new era realities. God is bringing back his power and is calling you to carry it to the world. Sunday celebration service at 8 a.m. on Sundays and the Word and Worship Wednesday service every Wednesday at 5.45 p.m. at Rogic. All hold at the Golden Bird Event Center, Plot 859, A. Ame Ebute Street, Wye District, Abuja. And your host is Goodhart Obi Ekweme. On Sunday at 8 a.m. and Wednesday at 5.45 p.m. Don't just come to church, be the church. After all, there's already enough religion in the world. Revival House of Glory International Church is an expression of the Horn of Revival Ministry.